0: Chapter eighteen of Grace Harlow's Return to Overton Campus by Jessie Graham Flower This Librivox recording is in the public domain. Chapter eighteen A Humiliating Reprimand To Grace forty eight hours with her chums seemed hardly longer than forty eight minutes, and she found it an exceedingly difficult task to divide her time equally among them. She went directly to the Southards for dinner and to the theatre that night with David, Miriam and Miss Southard to see Everett Southard and Anne as the ill-fated king and queen in Macbeth. To her delight she discovered that the opposite box held Elfreda, Arline, Ruth, Mabel Ash, Mr. Ash and Mr. Thayer, and after the play they were Mr. Ash's guests at supper. On Saturday the devoted little band gathered at Arline's home at nine o'clock in the morning, determined to crowd every possible bit of pleasure into the hours that were theirs on sunday it was mabel ash who played hostess and on sunday night a goodly company saw grace to the station and safely on her way it was eleven o'clock when she let herself into Harlowe house and hurried upstairs anxious to relax and be comfortable after her long ride As she had expected on opening the door of her room, she saw Emma, her tall, thin figure, wrapped in the folds of a grey crepe kimono, seated before the table, industriously looking over and marking themes. "'Hello, gracious,' she cowled amiably, laying down the sheet of paper she held in her hand and making a quick dive for Grace. "'I began to think you weren't coming home tonight. How are you and how is everybody?' "'In spite of being fairly swamped with themes, "'I managed to arise in my might and make cocoa. "'It's in the chocolate pot, "'and there are some extra fine Dean-made sandwiches to match. "'Now say, Emma, you are one in a million and a cook besides. "'Give me your coat and hat. "'Your kimono and slippers await you.' "'What a dear you are, Emma,' declared Grace, "'as she handed her wraps to Emma and began to unhook her skirt. "'How I wish you had been with us. "'The guards were so sorry you couldn't come.' elfreda says she is going to descend upon you some friday and carry you off for a weekend regardless of howls and protests emma's expressive face lighted with whimsical tenderness j elfreda never forgets does she here's your cocoa grace help yourself to sandwiches seating themselves opposite each other at the oak centre table the plate of sandwiches and hot chocolate pot between them the two young women settled themselves for a talk which lasted until after midnight "'We're setting a fearful example for our girls,' remarked Grace, yawning, as they finally arose to prepare for bed. "'I hope we haven't disturbed Miss Ward. "'I haven't heard a sound from her room. "'She must be asleep. "'I wonder when she came back.' "'Came back from where?' asked Emma. "'From New York City. "'She took the same train that I took and sat with me all the way there.' "'She did!' exclaimed Emma. That doesn't tally with what I heard in the registrar's office Friday afternoon. I'm afraid she didn't ask permission to go, Grace. Oh, she must have had permission. A look of surprise, mingled with consternation, sprang into Grace's eyes. Did she tell you she had the joyful sanction of the registrar? Quizzed Emma. No. She made a half apology for not telling me that she was going to New York. She said she was not sure of going until the last minute. I supposed, of course, that she had permission. Why will she persist in disobeying the rules of the college? asked Grace despairingly. What was said in the registrar's office, Emma, or aren't you at liberty to tell me? Of course I am, otherwise I wouldn't have mentioned it, declared Emma. Friday afternoon I went over to Overton Hall to see Miss Sheldon. Just as I stepped into her office I met Evelyn coming out looking like a young thundercloud. I wondered what had happened to upset her sweet, even, disposition. Emma's tones were distinctly ironical, and without asking any questions I soon found out. Miss Sheldon herself looked anything but pleased and said, That Miss Ward is the most insolent girl with whom I have ever come in contact. I refused to allow her to go to New York for the weekend, and she made some extremely impertinent remarks to me. She has a condition to work off. I felt justified in refusing her. And she disregarded that refusal and went, questioned Grace wonderingly. Would never have dreamed of defying the registrar, would we, Emma? Hardly, returned Emma. Even Laura Atkins in her most anarchistic moods or Kathleen West with all her thorns said would have stopped short of that. I hope the high and mighty Evelyn won't try to drag you into this affair. How can she? demanded Grace. I had nothing to do with it. "'Yes, but you rode down to New York City on the same train "'and in the same seat with her. She is quite likely to tell the registrar that you countenanced her going, "'even though Miss Sheldon didn't.' "'Oh, she couldn't!' burst forth Grace. "'Why couldn't she?' demanded Emma. Grace shook her head. "'I think you are a trifle hard on her, Emma. "'I know she is selfish, but I don't believe she is malicious.' "'I wish I had your faith in people, Grace.' said emma sincerely you always believe them honest until they prove themselves villains don't you when the next afternoon grace received a curt note from miss sheldon asking her to come to her office at five o'clock emma's prophecy loomed large before her it must be something else reflected the troubled housemother as she prepared for her call on miss sheldon once in the registrar's office a quick glance at the older woman's face set in lines of annoyance was enough to convince grace that Emma's conjecture had been only too true. Evelyn had in some way managed to make her a party to her disobedience. "'Good afternoon, Miss Harlowe," said Miss Sheldon stiffly. "'There was no trace of her usual friendly manner. I sent for you this afternoon for the purpose of clearing up any misunderstanding you may have in regard to your authority here at Overton.' the students in the various houses are in every instance subject to the rules of overton college and it is the purpose of the faculty to see that the rules are enforced who have no authority to grant a student leave of absence particularly after that permission has been refused by me then there followed a further sharp reprimand to which grace listened gravely her calm gray eyes never for an instant leaving miss sheldon's face Something in the younger woman's composure had its effect upon the registrar, who, on first seeing Grace, had allowed her displeasure free rein. She looked searchingly into the quiet face before her, and said more gently, Perhaps I should have asked you to tell me your side of the story, before condemning you, Miss Harlowe." Ah, so there was another side of the story. It was apparently as Emma had said. Tears of hurt pride burned behind Grace's eyes, but they never fell. "'With a brave effort she steadied her voice. "'I do not know what has been said to you, Miss Sheldon, "'but I do know that I have never given any girl at Harlowe House "'leave of absence from Overton. "'I would not presume to do so. "'I hope I understand the limit of my authority too clearly to overstep it. "'Then you did not take Miss Ward with you to New York City last Friday afternoon?' "'Miss Ward was with me on the train and shared my seat,' but until I met her in the station, I had not the remotest idea that she intended to go. I dislike to tell you this, Miss Sheldon, but since you have asked me this question, I can only tell you the truth. I am sorry I spoke so hastily, Miss Harlowe, apologized Miss Sheldon, but I was greatly displeased. I have sent for Miss Ward. Will you wait until she comes? You need not unless you wish to do so. Thank you, said grace, a shade of offended dignity in her voice. Time must go back to Harlowe House. Tis almost dinner time. Good evening, Miss Sheldon. Once outside Overton Hall, her composure took wings, and she brushed the thick gathering tears from her eyes as she hurried blindly across the snow-covered campus in the grey twilight. She was still smarting under the hurt of the registrar's sharp words. It was unspeakably humiliating to be told that she had overstepped her authority. She had thought that Miss Sheldon knew her too well for that. It merely served to show how little one knew persons she reflected bitterly. As for Evelyn, the angry color dyed Grace's cheeks afresh as she thought of the girl's treachery, and she made a resentful vow that Evelyn Ward should not be admitted to Harlowe House for her sophomore year. The brisk walk across the campus in the crisp winter air called her anger, and by the time she had reached the house she felt her resentment in a measure vanishing. You were right, Emma. "'She announced as she walked into their room "'where Emma sat plodding laboriously through her weekly mending. "'About Evelyn?' "'Yes.' "'Emma finished the sleeve of the blouse she was mending with a flourish. "'Then, casting a swift upward glance at Grace, "'she began singing dolorously. "'Mend, mend, mend, on the waist that's weary and worn, "'stitch, stitch, stitch, each tatter so jagged and torn, "'collar and cuffs and sleeves, "'cobble and darn and baste, "'before they gape in a ghastly row "'and shriek the dirge of the waste. "'Grace's gloomy expression changed to a faint smile "'which broadened as Emma's chant went on. "'At the end of the verse she laughed outright. "'I couldn't be sad for long with you about, Emma,' "'she said affectionately. "'How can you think of such funny things "'on the spur of the moment?' "'Oh, I don't know,' drawled Emma. "'Tell me about everything, Gracious.' "'I will,' nodded Grace. "'But I must run downstairs to the kitchen for a minute. "'I'll be back directly.' It "'Was fifteen minutes before she returned. "'Emma had finished her mending, was on her knees "'before the chiffonier putting her waists away. "'Now I'll tell you,' began Grace." Emma turned her head to listen, but before Grace had time to begin, the door was flung violently open, and Evelyn Ward rushed in, her blue eyes bright with anger. How could you tell Miss Sheldon that I didn't go to New York with you? You could have helped me, and she wouldn't have said a word to Miss Wilder. Now I shall be expelled from college, and it is all your fault. You are— At this juncture, however, Emma Dean took her hand. Without giving Grace an opportunity to say a word, she marched over to the excited Evelyn. Miss Ward, leave this room instantly and do not come into it again until you have asked Miss Harlowe to pardon you. In contrast to Evelyn's half screamed denunciation, Emma's voice was low and even, but it vibrated with stern command. I, she, began Evelyn, but the look in Emma's eyes was too much for her. With a half-sobbing cry of anger, she rushed from the room. End of chapter 18